Welcome to Watching Beer. I'm Mark. I'm Michelle. And tonight you are drinking something you've probably already discussed. Yeah. <laughs> Crane, strawberry, and rhubarb. Yeah. Uh, finishing those up. I've got Not Deflated from Three Trails, a hazy IPA, which um, <laughs> this is obviously a, uh, a take on um, the New England Patriots. It's got a football field back there. It looks like a ref with some really thick glasses. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I don't know why they would have put it out this late <laughs> with that title, but uh, it was the one we picked up last week. I gave it 375. It tastes like most hazies to me, just another kind of orange, orange peel. It's a little bit of bitterness, and, you know. Fine, but nothing outstanding. I gave it a 4.25. I like it. Oh, damn. Yeah, you really did. So tonight, we'll talk about eh, something we watched a while back and forgot. He-Man. Master of the Universe. Well, it's just Master of the Universe Revelation. Mm -hmm. Part 2. Not Season 2. Part 2. Since they just were only a few months apart, I think, between the two sections. It was um, five episodes... If you didn't like the first part, you probably wouldn't like this part either. If it's because it was more Tila focused, that's still pretty much what you got. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely more Tila, and I would maybe kind of say Evil Lynn even. Yeah. Focused. So, um, overall, I thought it was pretty good though. I'll give it a four. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Great voice cast. If you want Buffy the Vampire Slayer, she's Tila. Yep. And then um, Cersei Lannister is Evil Lynn. Yep. Luke Skywalker is Skeletor. Mm-hmm. Chris Wood as Adam, which would be pre-He-Man. <laughs> so Chris, first time I remember him was from, I can't remember the name of the series. It was on Fox, and there was a contagion going around and they were all trapped and enclosed in, in um, Atlanta I think it was so then we got um, Cringer who wants his red stapler back <laughs> Stephen Root there King Randor is Diedrich Bader who is also in Office Space and then Liam Cunningham another little member of Game of Thrones yep as Duncan Sir Davos. And there's somebody else that's famous, too. Well, there's a couple more. Well, there's a few more famous, but these are kind of more of the bigger names that were in more episodes. Henry Rollins did a voice. Alicia Silverstone was the queen, so Adam's mom. Tony Todd played Scared Glow. Jason Muse is Stinkor. Did you say anything about Justin Long? No, I hadn't even... Okay. I may have just skipped right over Justin Long. Yeah, Justin Long was Roboto. But most of these were only in a few episodes. Right. You know, two to four at the most. With most of these other names. Kevin Conroy, who's well known as a voice actor. Uh, I think generally he has been the Joker. I think. Eh, some with Batman anyway. <laughs> I know I've heard his name many times. Danny Trio, <clears throat> Ram Man. And Kevin Smith himself as Goat Man. Method Man, so we got a... Oh, Dennis Haysbert was 
Gray Skull and oh, it was actually Gray Skull. So <laughs> he was the fucking castle. I don't, know, I don't remember that, but yeah, it um pretty much deals with um Evil Lynn. She's kind of got the power of Gray Skull now. She is well, yeah. actually Skeletor's got the power because he's got the sword. Right, because and he killed Adam. Well, and took the score. Well, yeah, he, he was at that point. But he also like well killed the um, sorceress. Oh yeah, and so Evil Lynn though is becoming the sorceress, mm-hmm. taking over, <clears throat> and we see the back end up seeing the backstory on the sorceress, mm-hmm. right? Which is Tila's mom, right? Of course, we know where that will end up leading. But yeah, she has. She goes down in the bottom of the dungeon or whatever, where there's this pond. And when she starts going through the water down there, she starts having flashbacks of her as a child. Well, actually, a baby. Well, her mom left her. Yeah, yeah, with her her dad. Yeah, which is man at arms. Um, So yeah, that was, you know, pretty little interesting, but. He said she, um, Adam then says, tells Skeletor, who's, you know, obviously wanting to take over everything, that the sword was never the spark of the power, it was him himself, (laughs) which, yeah, but that wasn't a good thing for him to do, really, because he became a wild child, he looked like Tarzan fucking... To the hunter of power. Yeah. Run around in a loincloth and just massive, pretty and, much invincible. And he ran around like you, angry as hell. <laughs> angry <laughs> as fuck. Just beating the shit out of and killing everything. And, you know, and Skeletor cannot kill him. He's got the power of Grayskull in him. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. He just raises his hand and says by the power, and sure enough, it fucking shoots down into him. And. He has the power. And then Tila gets him out of there really quickly with magic. Yeah, she can, she, well, through those flashbacks, mm-hmm. she learns a few words that her mother used. And she was able to create, like, portals and move them around. And it does remind you of portals. Yeah. It, they jump through them and in and out of them. And I mean, kind of like the game, I guess. Um I don't know. What else did you want to add to that? Well, I mean, she gets them out and they kind of, you know, she's kind of confused with her power and they're confused why Adam's so out of control. Yeah, totally out of control. So, I mean, they meet up with his parents. You know, I mean, it just... uh, Actually, he's going to beat the shit out of his, his father. father because he gets angry with what's something that she says that Tila says. But the whole thing is, is we're we're seeing more of really Tila, right. her coming into the story as more of the real power. It's really more of the Tila against Evil Lynn and really Skeletor and. He Man are more the backstory, you yeah. know, they're well, more the backups. Of course, Evil Lynn, though, is still kind of 
cowering to Skeletor and doing his bidding. She is for a while. And he does know. show her pretty much the whole universe. Well, and all of the universes. Yeah. The whole everything. And that kind of... That really doesn't do her any justice because then it just makes it seem more like doom. You know, there's there's nothing in control of anything. So it just makes her believe there's no God, there's no reason for anything. And you also see her backstory. True. So as why she's so kind of negative is she was born in a bad situation and she grew up in a bad situation, you know, and then was on her own in, you know, alleys, you know, with rats and stuff like that. The thing is, is that, you know, so she, of course she doesn't have any really good ideas on on humanity, how good humanity right, is, yeah. because her parents were going to eat her. Well, yeah, no role models. Or... You know, so, and then she, you know, he, Skeletor saves her and stuff like that as an adult, but the problem is she's already got this feeling that, of doom and gloom, so when he shows her the universe, that really doesn't make it any better. Yeah, and her and Skeletor brought back the dead, mm-hmm. and, um, so you've got a lot of <laughs> monsters, demons, whatever. And the savage He-Man just wrecks havoc. On good and bad. I mean, it doesn't matter if it was if it was potentially good. It didn't make any difference when he was oh yeah crazy he, as he fuck. Put, yeah, he, he killed part it. of Manicore. Yeah, and just left it in the water. You yeah, know, to die. And he was gonna kill Tila, really. You know, yeah, she calmed point, him. Yeah. yeah, she calmed him down, but then she pissed him off when she mentions his dad. And yeah. There you go. And then he hears the war horn. horn or whatever, and so he runs off to go get his dad. But um, and during all the madness with the uh, bringing the dead back, we got the return of Orko because they raised the dead, and yeah. he even tells them that they couldn't believe he was there, and you know he's. Got his magic, but he has pretty much become Gandalf the White because his cloak is now white. <laughs> I don't remember it being white at the end of the other half of the oh right thing, but yeah, he was in a white <laughs> cloak. So I I, th- I think that was definitely a take on Lord of the Rings. Um, but yeah, Tila starts to manifest all her powers and. By the end of it, she becomes the sorceress of Grey Cat or Grey Skull. Yeah. And except for being stuck in that one spot, pretty much to control the power and Grey Skull, she is able to leave so she can be with her friends and stuff. She, you know, tells her mother, her whatever the hell, her lingering spirit or whatever that no. She's going to be with those she loves. She's not going to leave anybody behind, kind of like Mom did. And well, Mom only did what the person before her did, and no. the person before, you know. Right, for all It was, you know, always yeah, that they way. They contained and, themselves to grace. And she decided, you know, she was going to make a different choice since she didn't like the choice her mom made. No, and just leaving her mm-hmm. and her father alone. Yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was pretty damn good. Um... Rotten Tomatoes, it's 92% with the critics, but 41% with the audience. 
And I'm sure it has to do with the main focus being on Tila and more of the females. Um, and that is really kind of disappointing. I mean, it's called Masters in the Universe Revelation, and this one's not called He-Man in the Masters of the Universe. Right. They got another little cartoon thing that's, I think it's geared for a little bit younger, that is called He-Man and Masters of the Universe. So, I don't know. IMDb this season pretty much averaged about a 6.5. So, I don't know. Overall, I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, I liked it. I just think everybody's just going a little bit too crazy. Yeah. Of course, they do. I mean, it was, you know, everybody expects it to be He-Man. And the story isn't always about just one character, so. Right. But I think with the way that a lot of the talk with the Witcher is, how for some reason, instead of focusing so much on the Witchers, it's the Witcher, it's focused more on the females in the story and I guess both seasons are kind of that way from what I understand. Right. And right. There's, there's been some people not too happy with that either. And you know I guess truthfully you think about it, the original Masters of the Universe really He-Man was the main focus. Oh yeah. So everybody else was you know, just the, yeah. the backup band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you'd expect. Um, so the other thing we watched is really great because <laughs> it's called The Great yep. and it actually lives up to its title <laughs> and this was season two um, if you don't know what this one is it's on Hulu and it deals with The Great can actually be for either of the main characters Peter or he wasn't, Catherine he wasn't Peter the Great though his dad well was his Peter. dad was Peter the Great but right. he Kind of calls himself the Great, I think. But it's just, it's you know Catherine the Great and her, um, how she got power. Yeah, and yeah. what do they say? Like, kind of based on a true story or something. It's just kind. Of, yeah, it's more of a kind of. Yeah, but they literally say that in the title. You right. Know? Yeah, it's loosely based. Yeah, <laughs> some true historical characters in this, but Elle Fanning plays. Catherine and Nicholas Holt plays Peter. In this season, there was a few kind of major cameos. We had Jillian Anderson for two episodes, and then our favorite um, Lucius Malfoy, Jason yeah. Isaac, shows up for one episode. He does. Yep. And unfortunately, just one, but. Then again, he's playing dead guys. So yes, yeah. So can't he's really not... expect much. He, he's kind of figmentation of Peter's mind. Yeah. Um, so this season starts after Catherine had pretty much taken over Russia. She threw a coup. <clears throat> Peter's still kind of hiding out. Yeah. But she refused to let them kill him at the end of last season, so he's still alive. Yeah. Still kind of fighting. Of course, that's mainly because his court, yeah, all his rich little asshole buddies want to stay in power and over well, the serfs. They've always been, you know, the elite. They yeah. don't like the serfs. 
They treat them like they're scum. They're just hanger-ons. Yeah. They, they don't do anything, but they hang out with him. Right. And they party, and that's about all they do, is they don't even... They literally do nothing. Yeah, that's about fucking right. They party, they eat, you know, have sex. That's about it. Yep. But now there are some great characters in here. Um, I really like Aunt Elizabeth. Aunt Elizabeth, yeah. She, she's you, back and forth with her, you know. You, well. Like she's on both she's, of their sides. And but she's trying to cool, calm them both down a she's bit. Peter's aunt. Yes. But, oh boy, there's a moment in one episode that whew, really throws her for a loop. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, you know, there's Orlo, which is kind of Catherine's right-hand man. Yeah, yeah. He handles kind of the business side of it all. and. But it's it's more like laws and stuff like that. No. And then Velimentov, he mm. is... The general, or the whatever. general of the army. Yes. And so he's always ready to go to war. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he's Russian, so he has to have his vodka and he has to go to war. Right. So. Yeah. I guess we didn't mention this is set in Russia in the 1700s. Yeah. Um, but the music though is <laughs> well, especially at the end credits. It's always something newer. Um. Up to date. But yeah, this season kind of deals with Catherine being pregnant. Mm-hmm. And about halfway through, she finally does give birth. But um, she's trying to keep Peter at bay. Of course, they're holding Peter off. And he finally gives in and gives it over to her because right. he's hungry. He's hungry. <laughs> he, yes. He just can't wait anymore. And then later he comes... You know, it's because he realizes how much he loves her, but it's also because of Paul. They've already given the baby a name. Not even sure what the fuck it is yet. No, no. But it's Paul. It's Paul. And he can't be without Paul. <laughs> you know? Then he realizes that he really does love Catherine, and so mm-hmm. he wants to be with both of them, and he'll do whatever, you know. Yeah, he's <clears throat> learning some meditation and everything that really kind of well, calms I mean, him down. He's, you know... He only has his apartments that he's in. Yeah, he can't he, even go. He's he not even supposed to go outside. Being confined, of course. Yeah, he's always getting out. But he gets out you know. <laughs> all the time. Ends up with doubles. One of them ends up being a cousin by the end of it. But um, <laughs> does tell you anything? The second episode was called "Dickhead." <laughs> well, he did not like getting called "Dickhead." No, I can didn't. tell you that much. And he snuck out to kill the guy. And that motherfucker paid for it. Yeah, he he got stabbed multiple times. Yes. But he was that pissed. So, uh, Peter was always flying off the handle, especially in season one, you know. And now he's trying to calm himself. Because he wants to be what Catherine wants. Right. Oh, yeah. She was not happy with him going out and killing. He was a dignitary from somewhere else. Yeah. I forgot, but this guy was in what was it a hallway or one of the? Um, it was a hallway. Can't remember if it was when they were outside in the hallway just taking a piss. Actually, maybe oh no, it was in her like her meeting room. Yeah, in the meeting room. And he just took the piss in the corner. Right there, I wasn't even really in the corner. No, just right kind of in front of her. The side of the wall. <clears throat> and he was he was the dickhead, really. Yeah, he was the dickhead, but he pretty much had 
said that Peter was the dickhead, and I think Peter he, fine found out. Oh. Yeah. Well, it, by then, people were starting to look down at Peter because he just gave it to Catherine. Yeah. But he does go through a lot of this soul-searching thing of, did he really want to be czar or right. emperor? Yeah. You know? I mean, did he ever really want that in the first place? And I think that that was, you know, That's part what of the it kind of come down, yeah, because he was kind of just pushed into it. Well, he and, was born into it. He didn't have yeah. a choice. And, well, and he was loving what he was doing, but... Uh, as Velamentov, that's why he backed hers because he was shit. Yeah. At it, and and technically, all he wanted—I mean, in all reality, all he wanted to do was drink, eat, have sex, and go hunting. Yeah. That was really all he wanted to <laughs> His do. His best friend Gregor, <laughs> whose wife's the one he's fucking most of the time. <laughs> well, at least in the first season. <clears throat> He did some in the second season, too. But True, but not... Not as much. <laughs> no. Because that was all going away. Of course, they go away for a while, Gregor and um, Georgiana. Because she talks Catherine into... No, just her. Them. Well... Just her, because he doesn't leave. Well, he was supposed to. Yeah, he was supposed to. Yeah. But he stayed behind because he couldn't leave Peter. Oh. <laughs> I forgot this part. With her being pregnant and her strange cravings, she eats a lot of dirt. <laughs> that was one of her cravings, yes. <laughs> that one there was just... <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? She's like, I need some dirt. And I'm like, what? And then she starts eating. It's like, what in the fuck is going on here? Yeah, and that's how Aunt Elizabeth kept her happy sometimes. Yeah, that's true. And um, so her mom does show up. And oh boy. Oh, her mom is just a royal cunt. Yes. And that is just putting it mildly. Yeah, because they were setting up for like a science fair. And of course, I think mom showed up right after that one. Well, she showed up during kind of the. Oh, that's true. She didn't show up in part of it. Because she kept. Every time something was happening, she'd blow it up in a way. Because. Peter had gotten the ice box. Yeah, because Gregor had, the... you know, hit the guy in the head and right. stole it and yeah, stuff like that. Wanted something for Russia, and this was from Sweden. And so Russia was gonna, you know, win with, or expected to win with the ice box. But then Mom comes up and says, "Did you know that some scientists got kidnapped?" And yeah. that blew the whole thing. Yeah, up. and she knew immediately. But while they're messing around with the ice box, they're. Trying to stick their dick on it, make their dick cold. Oh, I know. Um, and their boobs and all yeah. that other kind of stuff. <laughs> Shit. It was pretty goddamn funny. Um, I did forget to mention which part was it? Oh, the crocodile. Oh, Actually, yeah. Actually, it's an alligator. I don't know why it says crocodile. And that was a big fucking alligator. It was from America. Yeah, it's huge. Um, yeah. And, of course, they took it as an omen from God. It was some beast. The kids were even saying it had wings and all this shit, so it was a demon. Oh, I know. And trying to make the religious say that it was an omen from God, that Catherine the Great was going to destroy us. Yeah. And And even a priest who um, had come in, that she was given a lot of power to because of Archbishop 
Yeah, Archie. Father Basil. Yeah. And um, her and Archie weren't real good buds. No, absolutely not. But even Basil was saying this shit. And she's like, uh, uh, uh. And then Archie comes up, and it's starting to sound like, oh, he's kind of on her side. But then he goes back towards kind of the same thing. And uh-huh. we let the this superstitions. Yes. As she kept saying, this ain't science. This is all superstitions and shit. And but he was a big one. He was huge. Yeah, and, was. <clears throat> and, of course, being stupid fucking humans, what do they do at the end of it all? When the, she's like, oh, well, we'll get this, send it back, and, oh, no. no. They all go. He opens his them. eyes, and that was it. Yeah. As soon as he opened his eyes, they all freaked and stabbed him to and death. And stabbed him to death. Because, of course, they all have weapons, and then he got shot also. Yeah. So. Yeah, right after he's already been already, stabbed to death, some stupid fucker had to pull out a gun. He's been drugged big time. Yeah, they were trying to keep him calm and under, yeah, sedation. And he was tied up, so it was like, oh my god, between being tied up and drugged, are you kidding me? But fucking humans. So, and, so and yeah, also in the meantime, the Elementals are ready to fight the Ottomans, because they're trying to take over some of the territory, and, well, they were trying to work something out. That didn't go so well. Then they sent candles, and of course you thinking it's a good gesture. Of course, she doesn't want to go to war. She's no, trying no, to, really, no. you know, just work this out peacefully and through negotiations. And, <clears throat> well, end up those candles, one of the um, maids or whatever, handmaidens, <laughs> had lit one in her room and when she comes in, she finds her laying dead. Yeah. And... Realized it was poison. Yeah. Which, at that point, they're like, uh, we need to do something. And they're... Actually, Velimentov sounds like he's winning. Most of the time, no. And pushing him back. Well, no, at the end there. At the end there. Yes, yeah. at the end, yeah. Well, Before course, the negotiation. Of course, she keeps telling about negotiations. Then he burns his plans. And then she wants to go to war after this, and... She's asking him about his war plans. Well, he's already fucking burned him because of that. And then when she shows up on the battlefield, and sounds like he's kind of pushing him back, well, she still wants to go negotiate so no more men are dying. She grabs his battle plans, which are working great, and she burns them. Yeah, because she's mad at him. Yeah, And so he gets pissed. Um, Orloff's pissed. And, of course, well... She ain't too happy with him anyway because he stole a bunch of fucking money and gave Orla. it to his uncle. Yeah, Orlo. Why not guy Orloff? I don't know. <laughs> well, he stole a bunch of money, but that wasn't all that she was really pissed about. It was the way he went about everything, which was he just didn't trust her. Right. But really... and really, Well, mainly because they didn't kill Peter. Right, right. And he she was pissed about that. She really didn't want to... You know, I mean, at first she did, sure. Yeah. But... Yeah. Um, that changed. Yeah. So after that, Orlo and Velimentov, you know, they decided to have a few drinks instead of going with her to meet the, um, oh, what the fuck was he? He wasn't a czar, but the, um, the Ottoman ruler. Right. Um, forgot exactly what title they gave him. 
he's he's only in the episode for a few minutes anyway. Um, she goes and meets him, and she takes just some poor fucking soldier with her. Because that's all. Yeah, she was too mad by then too. Right, and so she takes him. They go to meet. He's a sultan. Yeah, sultan. That's right. Because they're talking about. They told him, told her, Velmentov did how he becomes sultan is because he had to kill his other brothers. Right, because there's so many mothers yeah. in, True. You know, in there that he has all these half-brothers and, yeah. So she even brings that up to begin with. Well, they tell her about ears, too, how he likes to cut off ears, ears. when he looks... You know, you better be ready. Yeah. Because it's coming. Exactly. Your ears are going to get cut off. So she shows up and starts, you know, trying to negotiate and talk to him. And, well, you know, of course he doesn't really want want to deal with women. But she starts mentioning his brothers and how he had to kill them to get to where he was. There was at least 16 of them. Yeah, the last brother and how close they were and... You know, they were, what, in the pool and just having a conversation and he kills them. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it kind of does get to him a little bit talking about him because he did love him For but, ten seconds, yeah, literally. Yeah. And then at one point, you know, he just gets pissed and grabs his knife and while she's trying to, you know, point out, they're trying to talk about this how to divide the land. Well, and she wants to share and, you know, so he they can share ideas. Well, yeah. yeah, he wants to move borders and, of course, she knows that just means he's going to keep moving them. Right. They'll and, keep getting in wars just to move the borders again. Yeah, and she's trying to end all that bloodshed mm-hmm. and shit and tell them they need to work together and they can come up, you know, with great stuff to help science. And, but she's also kind of poking at him. It, the brother thing was... Poking at him, but then she well, notices he's got. I think it was trying to get him on a human level. Though. Yeah, and he's got a necklace of ears that yep. starts to bother her. Yep. So while she's laying out and pointing out her plans, he grabs a knife, stabs her in the fucking hand, and she yells at the poor. <laughs> the poor guy that she drug with her. Yep. Poor soldier, and of course. The guy that's with the Sultan pulls out his gun and shoots this kid first. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he, he was young. Yeah, he didn't have a chance. Well, at that point, she sees him kind of look at her ears. ears. And oh. she kind of yells, pulls that knife out of her hand, just shoves it in his fucking throat. neck. Yes. It was fucking great. So she kills the fucking Sultan herself. Yeah, and then his man comes up and points his gun at her, and then he gets blown away by the back of the head. Aunt Elizabeth. By Aunt Elizabeth, yes. She'd shown up and, yep, helped her. Of course, she pukes. It was her first kill. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Catherine. Yeah, I mean, she's still pissed, you know, because of, oh, did we mention her mother? How her mother died. Oh no! <laughs> See, so she's still. Pissed yeah, we, I about guess we that. kind of skipped some. I mean, it's kind of a back and forth thing. It but, is. Yeah, um, mother 
was mad at her for not keeping Peter in control and her staying the wife because since she went and threw a coup and took yes. over, um, that ended a marriage she'd set up for one of her other daughters to the king of France mm-hmm. because they're thinking the same shit's going to happen. Yep. And so she's not happy. She wants to get Peter back in. And so she's kind of flirting around with him and... Kind of. Well, Holy crap. Everything. Yeah, she's all over him. She's trying to... Talk about a cougar. Yeah, she's trying to... Actually, I think she's trying to take the power for herself more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. And so... <laughs> she could put her daughter with the baby somewhere else. Right, yeah. yeah. And well, hell, we didn't even talk about the birth. You know, Paul... Was born. She had to have a, well, birth on display. Um, um, in front of royals. Yeah, or, well, not royals, but in front of... A crowd. The, the court. Yeah, they had, because they needed witnesses, because in, I think it was... In the past. Was it, well, it was Belgium, oh. or um, okay. Denmark, I think it was, that the baby was born, died, and they replaced it they with it. another baby, it, it wasn't a blood, and so now there has to be all these witnesses. Yeah. And the fucked up doctor in this, he made some forceps, but... Oh, my God. But it would... <laughs> well, he, he was practicing in just smashing fruit with them. <laughs> so, again, Aunt Catherine steps in and helps deliver the baby. Yes. But, um, and at this point, Peter... He is a good father. He loves this child more oh, than anything. Oh, he does. He does. He really does. And, of course, you find out later um, that his father was never around. And yeah. that's probably why he wants to be a better father. But also, before the birth, they it's a tradition. They dig graves because it's like one in four mothers die giving birth. So, it's a tradition for him to go out and dig two graves up. Yep. Just in case. It's like, oh my gosh. Talk about morbid. Yeah. And, and this is after after he had sex with her mother. Well, no, I think he did, dug them before because the daughter well, had true. to be. Well, it, it wasn't the, finished. Right, yeah. birth. And so, yeah, she comes in. And starts flirting with him. Messing with him. Starts fucking him. Well, they're right on a windowsill, because he was sitting there just, you know, by himself. And the window opens. She grabs on the curtains. Well, that doesn't hold long. She falls out, and um, an ant was down below. It could have killed her or the bear. Well, then there was a bear down there, and that poor bear damn near got landed on. I know. And she, well, she looked up first and seen what was going on. Oh, yeah, and when she was watching. And then, out through, yeah, so I think she, well, she didn't want this to happen anyway. No, she, she knew did that not. mom was a problem. Yeah. And yep. even giving him stuff to keep his libido in check just in case she came around. Yeah. And he'd already taken it once and he drank the whole bottle. So yeah. the second time she came around, it didn't work so well. Yeah. Because there was nothing there. Uh, yeah, so he didn't have a chance to no, even he didn't have anything. mess with it. And so. by then he was actually getting tired of her messing with him. And so yeah. he just gave in. Right, you're right. And so 
Well, she dies. Of course, they kind of cover it up. Mm-hmm. Catherine just thinks her mom went away. Because she was in mad. In a rush, yeah. Because mm-hmm. she was mad. And, well, she ends up finding out later, and that doesn't go over so fucking well. Well, that's because her previous handmaid is now back to her previous, you know, social standard. Right, And yeah. they're also best friends, and she finds out and tells her. Yeah, well, because they're having... Well, because she, she's mad because she's back in love with Peter, yeah. and she's like, he's changed, he can change, you know, no... I know him. She's like, yeah. oh, yeah? Catherine, How he yeah. killed your, or fucked your mother and then killed her? And, because, well, at this point, um, Marion doesn't know that it was an accident. Or Mariel. She, no, she doesn't even stick around to find out it's an accident. Well, Catherine should have told her more instead of just help me out and make it look like she but ran she, off. She told Catherine, or, yeah, uh, Elizabeth, that she didn't want to know. She right. told Elizabeth oh, yeah, she didn't want to know. Yeah. I was saying it, Kat. Yeah. Been, yeah, that's true. She did say I don't want to know. And so that's on her. But it's she obviously Gregor, assumed she was murdered. Because yeah. she always assumes that with Peter. Well, she assumes that everything bad... You probably should because Peter went out and killed someone for just calling him a dickhead. Well, the, of course, it was legal. You could do that. They even looked it, it up. It was legal, yes. <laughs> and... That was a total accident. I mean, he even had a witness. Yeah. Yes, I realized it was his aunt, but she was a reliable witness. Yeah. And so, but, yeah. Oh, and during the um, science fair, <laughs> they were originally going to use a stapler as their <laughs> entry <laughs> in the science fair. It put pieces of paper together. It actually was a pretty cool stapler. It had more like a little bead up yeah. there in the corner. Um, a little fancier. You know, or a button type thing, but um, someone else had a like a coaster of death <laughs> or something where you just put people in the car. And flew oh, off. yeah, it it's did. Like, um, once they all die, and he goes, Well, yeah, <laughs> it's like, Okay, yeah, to him, it was nothing, it was where how he was like, yeah. Well, old people and all, yeah, other kinds. and then Infern and, and then and they say else. something about children. He goes, well, children would be good, too. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell is wrong with you, dude? And then later, some one of the girls says, well, you know, we could make this work. By yeah. Using gravity she, and stuff. And just extended it and made some more hills. She worked in the kitchen? I think so. Yeah, I think she worked in the kitchen. But and she came straight to But Catherine's Catherine. whole thing was also, you know... Girls learning. Yes. Going to school and learning science, learning, um, God damn it, philosophy and everything, you know, more kind of arts and... Right. So, she had obviously probably been paying attention. Well, she was... I think she was just naturally gifted. True. And so, they actually created the first roller coaster. <laughs> it was <laughs> actually went over quite well. It looked, pretty cool. Yeah, Everybody had fun. They sure did. And so, that was another part of the science fair, which I really <laughs> thought was pretty good. And then we have Orlo figuring out his sexuality in this season. Because he'd been with a man when his uncle had caught him. And then later, he's with the, the teacher... teacher. 
And that is what works for him. Her reading a book while they're having sex, and that, yep. or you know, reading it to him or whatever she was doing. There, um, yeah, that he says what really got him. Yep, that worked. You know, and then of course the preacher Archie, the Archbishop, he is really figuring himself out. Well, he's going back to his old ways. Right, he lost God. Because he thinks he lost God, so mm-hmm. he ends up, you know. The one you think he hates, Basil, uh-huh. he's talking to him and ends up kissing him. And it's like, um, what the fuck just happened here? Well, it, and Basil took it. Yeah, he actually took well. it quite well. He was just like, I think you out. need to think about this. And he yeah. left, you know. Yeah, and um, the Archbishop, he just does not know what to do through this whole time. I mean, he likes to watch people have sex. He likes to listen to them. He likes to look at everybody's boobies if he gets half of a chance. And whips himself. And he's just... Drinking a lot. Drinking a lot, yeah. And uh, he's out of control. Yep, he is. But in a good way. <laughs> well, it, it ends up being pr- pretty much in a good way, especially for Catherine. Because yeah. he ends up telling her, you know, closer to the end that he does back her, you know, yeah. which is odd because they don't really get along that well at all. Yeah, because after she's coming back after killing the Sultan, the court, which, well, Peter's court, yeah. all his old buddies are all going to leave. And this is what Georgiana's going to leave and long... Um, and take Gregor with her, but he ends up staying. Because, well, their marriage was really kind of weird anyway, but he's now in love with Mariel. Well, and who, <laughs> and who he was in love with before. Yeah. <laughs> but Mariel, in order to keep her apartment, because there is another living heir. Because her father she, died, yeah. Yeah. She has to marry her cousin. Yeah, it's her it cousin. It is her cousin, yes. He's eight years old. <laughs> and they made they made they made deals though. There's no sex. True. No. Yeah. They made all these. Different and she's deals. supposed to give him milk every day. And, yeah. You know. And of course, you know, when he's trying to get the wedding set, his dinner list is. She's like, everything can't just be ice cream. <laughs> true. You know, she had true. a kid with love. Yeah. And at one point, Catherine says something about. Um relationships or whatever sex and she's like um he is only eight and she's like oh no no (laughs) you know (laughs) it was like oh my gosh so yeah you had that really strange wedding actually it's it was pretty pretty, fun it It actually went fairly well they were all having a good time until the weapons that What's her nuts? Oh, God. She's terrible. I hate her. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's... Or Katie's wife. Yeah. Is it Ta- uh, Tatiana? Tatiana? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And she's hiding all these weapons under the table, so when Catherine does show up... They're just going to all kill her. kill her because, you know, Peter doesn't really want to kill her, but all of his old court does because they want him back in power so they can get back to their lives the way they used to be. Yep. And just run around all over the castle instead of being stuck to his apartment. <laughs> Except for Grigor. Yeah. He's Grigor. really not wanting the old life back. No, he definitely does not. Because he's still going to have a relationship with Muriel. 
and he's not going to get rid of um, Georgiana, but he doesn't want to... He's trying to make her go away. But... Yeah, he wants her to go away. He, I mean, he's not going to actually divorce her and all that. But, yeah, but they he just all wants her had, to go away. It all turned <clears throat> back around because Peter couldn't... was going to... couldn't take Paul away from her. Right. Because he had him, had him when they were leaving. And, well, he turns back around and then he decides he can't leave without leave Paul. So they end up all staying and we forgot about the Jason Isaacs part when he's digging he falls into the hole and Yeah, digging the grave, yeah. A vision of his father pretty much giving him shit. Yeah, for being a bad ruler and just giving it up, but then again he's a was a terrible father, so You know, there you go. So yeah, first I, well, I was had to rewatch that because it was getting late. I was falling asleep, and Just I woke sleep. up at one point. And I'm looking. I'm like, that's fucking Jason Isaacs. The mustache <laughs> kind of threw me off for a minute. I was like, I didn't know he was in this. I don't remember seeing him before. And nope. no, that was the only episode he's been in. So yeah, I didn't think he was even last season, and he wasn't. But yeah, that. That's a pretty good little scene, and I'm mm-hmm. glad they used Jason Isaacs. Can never go wrong with him. So he did hello call to him Jason. He did call his son a cunt and a, oh, yeah. a bunch of other names, too. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of cunt verbiage in here, or <laughs> whatever you want to call it. It gets used quite regularly. Yep. Um, and the one thing is, they don't try running around with really Russian accents and overdoing it. No. They... So, it, it's not off-putting. So, I mean, yeah, you know, they don't sound Russian, but also it, it isn't annoyingly, you know. Right. Like they're speaking Russian while talking English. Right. And so, <clears throat> it, yeah. But, I don't know. Overall, I really like this show. Oh, I do too. It's, I mean, it's got a lot of funny parts in it. Oh, God damn. Oh, well, fuck. There's so much funny in it. And You'll laugh your ass off in every episode. Yeah, it's, but I mean, remember, there is some truth to it, but there's a whole hell of a lot of not truth. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, there is, you know. I don't think everything was written down of what happened. But, but you know, Catherine did overthrow Peter. And right. He did abdicate and stuff like that. And that really, those things really did happen. So, yeah. Um, oh, and she was the longest reigning female. Czar. Um. The great, the, yeah, longest running great, <laughs> the longest running female ruler of Russia ever. So, you know, and this did get renewed for a third season, and we'd read that they originally proposed like six, is what they kind of want to run that way they can show her as she ages and everything, and and uh, also the whole deal about the horse, the horse. With her having sex with a horse. Oh, yeah, the joke about... Oh, yeah, all the... All the <laughs> horse they were taking jokes. all the um, bets on the birth, one of them was, will it be half horse? Well, it came from the first season, saying that she had sex with oh, a horse. right, okay? yeah. So that whole thing actually was true, too. It's true, too. She didn't wow. really have sex with a horse, but that whole rumor mm-hmm. thing well, was true. Of course it yeah. was, because, you know, they and didn't it, like her, because she was German. Ex- exactly. And come into Russian. 
And that's how they even tried to say she died, is that a horse fell on her (laughs) and killed her. (laughs) But yeah, some of the gambling or the bets they were taking on the birth. Oh my God. You know, it was like two to one that, um, what's his face, the doctor would lose a tool inside of her. (laughs) Yeah. You know, would it also be, was it half gator or something even? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Just all kinds of crazy shit. It was it was funny. Yeah, it, it's it's really good. I mean, I enjoy it. Oh yeah, no, I I was so glad we watched that first season. And I'd heard some good things about. It. It's like, ah, eh, well, let's go ahead and watch this. And yeah, it definitely a damn good show. Well, and you have to admit that really Nicholas and L. Oh yeah, no. they work so well together. Uh, even. On the hate part and the love part, they really do well with both of those, the hate-love relationship yeah. that they end up having. But the way he plays Peter, you know, Oh, my God. He can be so intelligent, so stupid, so, I mean, just giddy. And, and pissed as hell, yeah. you know. You know, dickhead is not what you <laughs> want to call him. Yeah. So, yeah. And he, you know, very proud of himself all the time he's... <laughs> But it it really is good. It's at least a four seven five as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah, most it's definitely. It's good. Oh, and everything's beautiful. They're, I mean, everything is beautifully oh, yeah. done. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, it so definitely it, feels like it fits the period. Yeah, it Except does. Except for like I said, the music at the very end, but that doesn't really matter because that's the end credits. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, they're making fun in the song of something that's going on. That's really. true. Because most of them are kind of. You know, going in that direction. Yep. So, all right. And then we did watch, which we haven't watched for a long time, one episode, the eighth episode of Star Wars Visions, which Lop and Ocho, which was okay story. The Empire was coming mm-hmm. into a new planet, taking over, using up the resources, and the father, he was kind of helped fight it. And Lop was, it's this bunny humanoid that was being used, pretty much going to be used for slaves. Right. It's free and so Ocho and Dad take her in. She kind of becomes part of the family, but Ocho is also involved with a group of young people. That want progress, mm-hmm. which means letting the fucking empire do whatever the fuck they want and run everything. Yeah. And so she ends up siding with the empire. And, you know, Lop's talking about family and how you guys took me in and this and that. But at the end, <laughs> it just leaves it totally open. Ocho goes off yeah. to be with the Empire and whatever, what's his nuts that was running it there and Lop's left, you know, without family pretty much. Yeah. Without and her sister. And that was it. Yeah. About 18 minutes. I mean, it was okay. It was, none of them been spectacular except for kind of two of them. So, yeah, whatever. It was... What a, yeah. Obviously, it's never. It wasn't that impressive. That it, it's been months and months and months since we'd watched the last one. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, watch something short. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about this. So. Yeah, not a big deal. No, just like most of the shit they've been throwing on there. So anyway, I can be reached um, on Untapped at mconnor six six six. She's MC Vampire. Or throwing a beer at gmail.com, and we are out.